Ciao! You're listening to EdUp Insights, where you'll get my take on higher education. I'm Bill Papicello, former president of University of Phoenix and author of the book Leadership on the Field of Play, available on Amazon. And I'm a higher ed vagabond. So let's get started. You know, podcasties, sometimes I actually listen to my own podcasts. Means I'm in a minority, but once in a while I actually give myself an idea, which can be dangerous, but here I go anyway. You know, it's a nasty fact of life that the ills of society are increasingly impinging on higher education. The current dysfunction in higher education is a reflection of the dysfunction in society. Think about wokeism, political ideology, cancel culture, top-down versus bottom-up influence, what Levitsky and uh, Zyblatt call the tyranny of the minority in their book of that name. You know, and it seems like we've lost sight of the facts that there's a difference between feedback and confrontation, and there's a difference between resistance and opposition. You know, whatever happened to education, students, public good, you know, somewhere all this got lost in a culture that is sideways and a strategy without a clear destination or rudder. So let's take a look at strategy and culture in higher education for a bit. You know, at all levels and in all organizations, strategy provides guidance, but culture is what motivates everyone to have the same purpose of driving the, the enterprise forward. You know, it's very hard to implement an effective strategy if the organization's culture is not supportive of the strategy and resists change. Or worse, if there are multiple cultures within an organization that have different perspectives on how strategy should be implemented. Now, first and foremost, in all kinds of organizations, culture needs strategy and strategy needs culture. The two are not synonymous, but they are symbiotic and complementary. Transformational cultural change requires a cohesive strategy, but equally, a strategy developed without cultural alignment and awareness will almost always fail. Organizational performance requires the alignment of business strategy, culture, and leadership practices. You know, once an organization has defined a mission, a supporting culture has to be established, which will most appropriately reinforce the business objectives. Now, leadership within that organization is responsible for enabling, notice I didn't necessarily say creating, enabling a core culture that supports the achievement of business goals. You know, businesses often make the mistake of separating strategy and culture, and that can be a fatal mistake. But higher education has institutionalized this difference in a really interesting way. In higher education, there are two cultures and two strategies, that of the administration and that of the faculty. Both have a single purported goal to serve the public good. But how that term is defined is where culture and strategy often clash. Top management in higher education, especially these days, tends to focus largely on strategy since it's associated with rational decisions, logical actions, 
and overall institutional direction and viability. And upper management culture often reflects this business-oriented perspective, especially in today's world. On the other hand, faculty strategy is mostly focused, or it should be, on curricular and more properly academic matters. The culture here tends to be less formal, somewhat more emotional, intangible, and flexible. Now, faculty are not uh, sometimes involved with business strategy discussions. And this, not surprisingly, may then lead to problems and misalignment since they do not fully understand and therefore support the institutional strategic level. And here we have cultural dissonance that can impede or sink strategy. So what did we do? Simple, get alignment. Easy, no? No? Oh, well, here are some helpful perspectives in that regard that I have ripped off from lots of uh, uh, people who are smarter than me. Um, so go ahead and sue me for ripping it off. You know, as I pointed out in a recent episode, internal culture detractors and distractions are a major threat to viability. More so than many external threats, the internal threat from those who oppose, resist, and disrupt culture can be enough to kill a strategy. A strong culture encourages creativity and innovation and risk-taking, which are all essential components of an effective business strategy. It also promotes open communication and collaboration to ensure that the organization's plan is well thought out and properly implemented. You know, all factions of an institution need to keep in mind that while strategy provides guidance, as I said, it's culture that motivates everyone to have the same purpose and row in the same direction. And it's hard to implement an effective strategy if the organization's culture is not unified and supportive and thus resist change. Now, this does not mean that an institution cannot and will not have subcultures. Of course it will, and they're easy to identify. But that doesn't mean that these subcultures can't be aligned so that there's a core culture that serves to drive an institution in cooperation with all cultural quarters. I'll get back to more of that in a minute. Uh, Peter Drucker is credited with saying that culture eats strategy for breakfast. And this may be partially correct, but this perspective could wrongly be interpreted um, as seeing culture and strategy as separate domains. A healthy culture enables strategy execution through alignment and cooperation. And simultaneously, strategy influences culture, which can help healthy growth. This should result in a mutually beneficial feedback loop. I say that again, feedback loop that can create a strong culture that empowers effective strategies and strategies that support a vibrant culture. Wow. Now the future of the fusion rather of culture and strategy is not a realistic solution here, but alignment is, and it is a key to navigating the complexities of modern business and higher ed. Strategies often require behavioral shifts, new skill sets and revised mindsets, 
And as strategies are communicated and pursued, they shape employees' attitudes so that the organization develops the necessary cultural characteristics to support these strategies. Now, this is key to ensuring that an organization's core culture remains with its, uh, aligned with its objectives, but still allowing for the subcultures. Successful organizations recognize that a robust culture is not a substitute for a well-structured strategy, nor are strategies effective without the supportive context of a strong culture. The synergy between the two magnifies the impact of each, leading for the possibility of enhanced innovation, agility, and sustainable growth. Administrators and faculty pay attention. So alignment is the key for higher education. An institution can have a great strategy, but if its culture is not aligned with and supportive of that strategy, it will either stall or fail. Culture has to reinforce basic elements of structure and provide conditions for judging effective performance and communication patterns and priorities and decision-making and management practices. You know, there's no such thing as a pure culture, even at very successful organizations uh, like Amazon or Google. But every successful organization has a core culture and the core culture forms the nucleus for how an institution operates in order to succeed. And it's critical that this core or lead culture is aligned with organizational strategy and core leadership practices. It must also be aligned with and coordinate with subcultures in a shared vision that drives the strategy. Now, this alignment is central to any institutional effectiveness in higher education. Without it, focus is lost and energy is wasted as people and processes work at, uh, you know, across purposes with one another. So higher education, administration and faculty, it's time to cut through societal dysfunction and develop a unified strategy for higher education and a unified culture for higher education to drive success. And with that, I'm gonna step off my soapbox and invite you to tune in to the next exciting episode. Ciao.